Hey, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Detour Podcast. And today I am talking um, definitely on the travel experience um, vein of of this podcast. It's one part human experience, one part travel experience. Um, Well, I guess our conversation today actually with Miss Joy will be both of those things because she definitely had a detour experience, um, but she is a seasoned traveler. Um, When she told me how many cruises that she had been on, I had to ask again to make sure that I heard her correctly. So um, I want to say welcome to Miss Joy. She's going to be giving us a lot of tips today, and we're also going to hear about her detour moment um, that happened a couple years ago um, that definitely was not part of her uh, plan of life, but um, she, you know, to her namesake, has uh, kept on trucking and kept on traveling and does that all with joy. So welcome, Joy. Thank you. Um, You'll have to talk a little bit louder so we can hear you, and um, we want to get every bit of information from you. So, Miss Joy, let's um, start with um, your detour moment. You would say that you had traveled a lot with you and your husband. Yes. Your whole marriage, and you were married for how many years? Uh, almost 36 years. Almost 36 years. And um, you were actually planning for a trip to Africa, is that correct? Yeah. Why don't you tell yeah. us that story? Well, that was one of our many trips. When we retired, we said, okay, it's time to go to Africa now. And then we went to the doctor for uh, shots to see what we needed, and his answer was, you don't need any. He was like, yay, great. He goes, because you're not going. I was like, what? He goes to my husband, you have a heart disease and you're not going there. All right, so that never happened. So we continued, we did um, 78 cruises together. Wow, throughout the Seventy. We did 70 since my husband passed two and a half years ago. I did eight more. But yes, we did 70 cruises plus countless land trips. So we had a great time. And even on his deathbed, he had me plan one more cruise. Wow, yes, you kind of yeah. um, told me that story yeah. uh, in, a, in a nutshell when yeah. we first started talking about you being on the podcast, yeah, um, that you had gone to that doctor's uh, you know, yeah. for the preparation for this trip to Africa. The doctor uh, put a kibosh on that, right. said he's not well enough to go, um, and then um, he wound up in hospice care yeah. eventually, and um, had you plan one more yeah trip from yeah. that for yeah. Christmas for Christmas <laughs> he wanted to go on a cruise one more cruise for Christmas was that the Africa one no that was just oh. going to be a regular Caribbean cruise okay. and uh, we actually which I had not mentioned this to you we had several other couples that we traveled with and they were very in like like mind with us mm-hmm. this other couple um, same thing her husband got diagnosed with cancer he came home and said to me okay I have cancer I have a couple months to live could we squeeze in another cruise wow so I was in the process of planning that and he died like 10 days later oh my goodness that this other couple uh, the husband of this other couple in fact I leave tomorrow for Australia New Zealand with his wife Wow, yeah. that's incredible. Yes, Joy is fitting me in today. We've already <laughs> had a crazy morning just um, in preparation here, but we wanted to uh, chat a little bit. We took a little walk, and now we're finally ready to record. But she's fit me in today because we've been trying to find time to do this. But you never stay home, lady. I do not. <laughs> 
I do not. I am always going, always going, going, going. So um, when your husband was, was um, passing away, you told me something that was um, very touching to me when you first told me that story. And, and um, he said, you know, you need to go to Africa now. Yeah, he said, have a great time. Have a great time. And I said, why? He goes, well, I know you're going to go now. And uh, so I tell, I tell the story I, right after he passed. I was at a theater and just started and chatted with a couple next to me. It was a mother and a daughter, and the daughter says, oh, I'm so fortunate that my mother's here to see her grandson in this play because she's never home since she's a widow. She travels all the time. And the, the mother chimes up, even Africa. And I went, Africa? Who did you go with? So she gave me the name of the tour group she went with. Two weeks later, I went on my first cruise just to see if I could cruise without my husband. And as I tell the story, I had a pity me moment sitting on the deck in Mexico on the cruise ship that I said, I'm going to book Africa. So I called up the, the uh, company, the travel company, and asked all these questions. They said, okay, fine. As soon as I get home, I'll send you a check. So he's from Ohio. So I meet all these people and they go, well, how did you run into Sam? And I tell them, oh, well, I had a pity me moment on the back of a cruise ship. And they're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? So you were on the back. So you were on the back of a cruise ship. Uh-huh. Sitting out, la da And then the you're planning your next trip uh-huh. from... So this is how Joy rolls people. Uh-huh. Literally, we, we keep track of each other, uh, you know, via yeah. our phones and texting and things like that, uh, Facebook and that kind yeah. of thing. And um, literally, yes, this is exactly how she rolls. <laughs> so, this of course, exactly and, and as they tell them, I was having a pity me moment. People yeah. laugh like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, that's, I was. that's funny. So before your husband passed, though, you um, did a lot of traveling, and oh, you said yes. something really cool just a few minutes ago, which was um, before we start recording, which was um, for New Year's, you always went somewhere yes. for New Year's. Yes. So kind of tell us about that. Well, I worked in the insurance industry, and that was a, a beyond slow month, a week in between Christmas and New Year's. So many people took it off because a lot of people, they took off with their kids. And so I said, why am I at work? So my husband said, well, let's travel. So that's what we started to do. So, uh, every so the year, timing just yes. wind up wind So up every a year time. we started traveling somewhere else to experience what New Year's was like in different countries. So it was really cool. One of the funny ones we thought was when we went to London. We thought, oh, this is going to be great. Well, there were a lot of bombings going on. So they mm. canceled all the festivities. So we went to a store, we picked up some champagne and some munchies, we we're going to have our own party. So we put on the TV thinking, you know, like Times Square, they're going to have a big party and the ball's going to drop and the whole bit. No, 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 no. On their TV, it was a house party. Okay, so we're watching this, ha- other people having a party. Okay. And now it's midnight. That's what they're televising is yes. someone's house party. Yes. Uh-huh. And now comes, it's now midnight. And they go to Big Ben, because mm-hmm. Big Ben is chiming. Yeah. Eh, after maybe about six, they went back to the house party. It's like, uh, <laughs> that was it? <laughs> that was it? <laughs> yeah, it was like, okay, well, that was really boring. Really, really boring. But that's, but that's okay. It was an, another experience. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And yeah. you don't you don't think about, you know, some of these things. Yeah, we did uh, a trip to Spain, the Casa del Sol. That was really neat. Lots of fireworks. Canary Island, oh my God. No restrictions on fireworks. I thought we were going to burn up because <laughs> fireworks were coming right at us. I actually got a hole in my dress. That's how. Oh my goodness. Yeah, the stuff was just. They're just shooting over. rockets yeah, at you. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, that's fine. They don't care. And then you um, did say that on the one, um, you were kind of 
going back and forth between yes. December 31st yes. and yeah. Um, because I cruised a lot, I used to get a cruise magazine, and because at that point we were going somewhere every year for New Year's, I happened to read about Royal Caribbean was having a cruise from uh, Australia to New Zealand for the millennium. And what they planned on doing is sailing to the Dateline to be the first people to experience the millennium, sail back to the 31st, stay there a whole day, and then back to the Dateline. So we were the first people and the last people to experience the millennium. So you basically got it twice. Yes, yeah. we did. Oh, that's they pretty say, cool. And I still have my t-shirt somewhere that says uh, it was a once in a lifetime experience, but twice on the legend. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. And I saved that t-shirt. In fact, we were at one of the ports afterwards and I had the t-shirt on and we were in New Zealand. They were like, I need that. It's like, I actually took it off my body and gave it to her. Oh, and went wow. back on the ship and bought another one. Wow, that's was, so yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> so we, um, we had our first New Year's and when we moved to Florida was um, the millennium because we moved here, uh, we moved here uh, in 99 in like the spring yeah. of 99. And so that first New Year's was 2000, yeah, that we were in Florida. Yeah, and people yeah. were telling us, how could you do that? You know, Y2K? Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, because... The computers are Oh, my stop, goodness. And you're you're stuck in the middle of the exactly. ocean. It's like, uh, oh, well, could be worse. You know, <laughs> yeah. as long as we were together, we were fine. Who cares? Yeah. And they, they actually had press on the ship that was going to televise it. But then um, Putin did something crazy that night and they jumped to him and we got kicked off it's like oh, okay putin yeah. dang you putin <laughs> and, and somewhere i still have an article from our local newspaper they wanted to know what people were doing and we made it into the newspaper oh that that so, is definitely yeah. newsworthy yeah. there that's a really cool experience yeah. uh that you got to to do there so okay so you've been to spain and london iceland china Hong Kong, Canary Islands, Africa. These 78 cruises, where did they all go? All, some of those places? I actually have a list. A lot of them were to the Caribbean because yeah. that's easy. Um, we did 15 transatlantics. Wow. Yeah. Then we did Transpacifics where we went from uh, L.A. to Hawaii and back. Mm -hmm. We also did Tahiti. That was a fabulous cruise. Oh, that sounds amazing. Absolutely fabulous, fabulous cruise. That was one Was of this all mostly on the same um, cruise line? Um, Do you have a favorite? Or The bulk of them have been on Royal Caribbean. Mm -hmm. But since I've been a widow, um, they're not my favorite anymore. And I had a an incident with them because now that I'm a widow, life has changed. So mm -hmm. now I have to find roommates. Mm -hmm. And in the past, because we traveled so much on Royal Caribbean, we're way high up there. We're Diamond Plus. Well, they have a separate area in the shows. I used to go, I called it my entourage. Mm -hmm. we would, most of the time, we would have 8, 10, 12 of my friends on a cruise. And, of course, I'm the speediest, so I would always zip up and flash my card and say, Okay, my, my uh, entourage Group is coming, coming behind uh -huh. me. No problem. Sit. Great. So now my first cruise without my husband, I go down the steps, I flash my card, I turn around. Oh, my friends let people between. And the girl says to me, oh, you can't, they can't sit with you. I went, what? Since when? Yeah. So, right. There's only mm -hmm. three. Mm -hmm. You could sit with them. You're talking one road difference. But <laughs> they can't sit with you. Oh, jeez. I was furious. Uh. So I had them sit. I said, I'll be back. 
As I leave, I said, oh. the girl looks at me, she goes, what's wrong? I said, I may be back, but I'm furious. I went to the front desk, explained my story, and she said, well, if you had a husband, he could sit with you. Well, what does that have to do with anything? My head... About yeah. flew off, I yeah. bet. Yeah. Round like the exercise, <laughs> round and round backwards. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well. I said, how do you know I didn't switch teams? Yeah, exactly. You didn't ask who I well, was Well, not with. only, there's so much wrong with that statement right there. Correct. Yeah, like we, we, could, we could be here for a little bit yes, talking yes. about that. So, um, yeah, I have, so I have never been back on Royal Caribbean over 30 cruises. Wow. Wow. So There's good. a lesson in customer service, yes. people, how one... And I sent a letter, and I also went to the concierge lounge, which is supposed to help me mm-hmm. as a Diamond Plus person. She said the same thing. I said, so meanwhile, on this cruise, I was going to plan to have my family come with me. Oh, they could sit with you. How do you know who's family and who's not? No one asked. Yeah. You don't know who those people were. They right. could have been my three sisters. Right. They didn't ask. No one cared. They only uh, cared whether I had a husband. Wow. I said, so guess what? Bye-bye. So now you like to travel elsewhere. So now I go on Hong America. Mm-hmm. This, I have three cruises booked now, and that's all on Celebrity. Mm-hmm. Where are you going next? I leave tomorrow for well, L.A., and then I go to Australia and back to New Zealand. Oh, that's right. I that's like a double the, cruise. Yes, two different cruises, back-to-back cruises. and I haven't. So you're going to be gone for a month, you said? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And then my next cruise after that, again, is on Celebrity, and I'm going to Abu Dhabi, Dubai, (gasps) and India. Oh, my goodness. Have you been there at all before? None of those. None of those? They're all new. All new ports to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Is there something on your... So besides those, you have those scheduled. What else is on your travel list you haven't made it to yet? I haven't been to Egypt, and I have that booked already, too. When's that one? Next year? Actually, the following year. Oh, okay. And I remember when because I got he has again another trap the travel agent I went to Africa with. I went two trips to Africa with Sam and one trip to Peru, and I'm doing the Egypt trip with him. Wow! Yeah, you had a heck of a time in Peru too. Yes, that was um, some delays, but then that elevation really got you. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. yeah. Do you, so? Would you say that? Was the Peru one with all the elevation sickness and, and the delays and all of that that you had, would you say that that was like your worst yes. travel experience? Yeah. 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 You're like, I don't know if I'm ready for that one again. Yeah. And <laughs> One you know, and done there, right? And the thing is, I had just come off of Africa, which I did twice. I did back to back and I could see me going back again. Such an exciting trip mm-hmm. because you never knew what's co- around the next corner. So what did you do in Africa that you loved? Safaris. Yeah. So here you are. You get up really early. You're up every day at 5 in the morning. And you're in your Jeep by 6 o'clock. And, but you never know. You could be just riding along like, okay, this, this, this safari, this was a little boring. And then, boom, you turn a corner and there's hundreds of elephants. Oh, wow. And it's like, oh, my God. Does any of that ever get a little like? Is it pretty safe? Like it, it is it's safe as long as you follow instructions. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the animals are accustomed to the vehicle noise and shape. So when we're close to say an elephant or lions or anything, as long as you sit still, you're okay. Oh, okay. Uh, as long as you don't have idiots that then talk, that's a problem. Oh, okay. So you need to be just you quiet, be quiet and look at them and yes. and not do anything too. Yeah. 
startling. Did any? Did you ever have idiots yes. that did something um, scary? Yeah, yeah, we did. We actually had one lady um, who, first off, she she slept late, mm-hmm. and they waited for her, which is not acceptable in my book. Oh, I know. We had one of those on one of ours. I I, yeah. I gave the guy the eye in the elevator. I oh, was I, like, I did worse. The bus is leaving in ten minutes. Don't be going back upstairs. Right. We didn't have a problem after. That. So um, our, our ranger goes and gets her, and she comes out eating two apples. And I said, uh, no, you can't have that. So she hid one. And I saw her, the one that she bit into, she threw. And I said, no, no. Yeah. No. You're going to cause either, us all a problem. Either you throw that away or you leave because she is not getting on this Jeep. And everyone else sat there like, wow, good job, good job. No one else said a word. It's very dangerous oh, to have of course. food because they're going to smell it and then they're going to attack us. Exactly. I had my granddaughter on the trip with me. Mm-hmm. And I, so that night I said to her, uh, just so you know, we all got up early. We all made our butt to that Jeep. If you can't, then you say, I'm not going. Yeah. And how dare you? Dare you endanger, endanger. all our lives. Yeah. And my granddaughter's life? No, you don't get away with that. Not with me. Mm-hmm. And again, everybody sat there like, under the table, and no one had the nerve to say it to her. Mm-hmm. But after that, she ended up deciding she skipped all the morning uh, safaris. That's there, fine. There you go. That's At least fine. we're all on the same page. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We had one, like I said, we had one of those, and we were always waiting, you know, yeah. a few minutes waiting. They were the last ones, you know, okay, be, be back here at this time, the bus, yeah. you know, waiting, waiting. It's, it was always this one couple. And um, like I said, the one, finally about the third day, because I don't like being late anyways. Right. Like, it just gets True. on my nerves. And my, yeah. True. Again, you know better than anybody else. Exa- exactly. And so, um, yeah, we were heading down because the bus was going to be leaving in mm-hmm. like 10 minutes. And they were coming back up to their room. And we wound up being in the elevator. I was like, the bus is leaving in 10 minutes. You're going the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. And I like gave the guy the look like. You better not make us wait today. But after that, um, there was no problem after that, which was pretty funny because my husband's a big, you know, linebacker size guy. <laughs> and I'm a little five foot nothing. Uh-huh. But you're the one who speaks up. Yeah. <laughs> well, not always, but I did that yeah. day because yeah. that was on my nerves. But anyways, so. And the other thing, the same person, <laughs> when you do an African safari, we had a lot, of, a lot of moving from one city to the next city. So a lot of different airports and moving your own luggage. And my belief is, if you can't handle your own luggage by yourself, you stay home. Mm-hmm. So you make sure the most you're going to have is two pieces of luggage because you only have two hands and a backpack. Right. That's, that's that's it. And if you have more than that, well, you're on your own. Yeah, you should be able I to tell, be self-sufficient. I tell yeah. all my traveling people, do not expect me to carry your luggage. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. So while I, my one luggage, because they piled on top of each other, actually the handle jammed. So I didn't open it in the telescope. So I'm dragging my luggage by the little handle mm-hmm. and I'm struggling. And the same person was like, could you take my luggage? My back is bothering me. I said, if you can't handle your luggage, I suggest you get on the next plane and go home. <laughs> See, that is the only thing about, now we didn't have many issues. We usually travel by ourselves because yeah. generally we like to do our own things. Like we don't like to, you know, we're okay with like an itinerary, but, um, People get on our nerves. <laughs> so I don't know if the group travel thing is always for us. Um, well, but at but, least you know. Yeah. But you that is one tip for sure. Like if you're, you know, you get those good rates because you're traveling as a group. And right. it can definitely, uh, you know, be a benefit because you've usually got a leader right. and, and somebody that's 
arranging all that for you. But it's then like, you do have to put up with other people that you, you do. don't know and their you personalities do. and their so, quirks. Um, yeah, Sam has learned uh, she is not part of any of his chores anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was a problem child. That's what we called her. There usually is one. Yeah. Isn't there always? And you, do, It's usually okay as long yeah. as you get that one person <laughs> under control. <laughs> So, um, okay, so what would you say, I know it's really hard to pick, like, favorites, because, you know, it's even hard, the limited trips that, that I've done to say, like, favorites, but which ones really, besides Africa, you said you really loved? I loved Africa. Yeah, it's actually, for me, hard to top that, because it was so exciting. Like, I just, after that, I went to Peru, and we went to Machu Picchu, and we went to Lake Titicaca, and we went to the Nazca Lines. Which I'm very grateful that I got to see, but I got there and I looked at it. It's like, okay, that's pretty. And you snap a couple of pictures, but it isn't yeah. moving. Some it's not going are, anywhere. Yeah, some things are kind of like one and done. You're like, okay, I saw it, and I'm glad right. I saw it, but I don't need to go back and right. see it again. You know? Where yeah. Africa was so exciting. Mm-hmm. I could go back again. Mm-hmm. And before I left, I already booked for the next year. Wow, cool. Because I love the animals and the excitement of it. Um, and up until... What area of Africa did South you... South Africa. Okay. Yeah, we were in Cape Town, and then we went up to right outside Kruger Park, and then we went up to Botswana and uh, Zimbabwe. We went to Victoria How long Falls. of a trip is that? Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Now, talk about traveling. We left our hotel in Victoria Falls, and until I got to my door, it was over 30 hours tra- traveling straight. Oh, yeah. One flight alone is 19 hours. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, Australia, too, you've got almost that same... Yeah, yeah but this was over 30 hours of traveling. Um, yeah. So, in fact, Australia, when we did it in 99, because it was such a big deal, on the, even for the cruise line, they mm-hmm. gave us a lot of gifts, mm-hmm. which I still have. Mm-hmm. One was a marble sculpture of a hand holding the world. Oh, cool. Another was a very thick glass photo frame, mm-hmm. champagne glasses, champagne which I didn't take, chocolates which I didn't take, but just those three How things. How do you leave behind chocolate? <laughs> I actually gave it to my neighbor. Oh, there was one pound of chocolate made into a clock. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. And my next door, the one right next to us, was this skinny, skinny little thing. She would eat a minimum of a pound of chocolate a day. Oh, my gosh. So you think of it as fattening, but I guess all the caffeine kept her really skinny. Dang. Some people can just do that. Not me. I know. I just walk past the chocolate and, like, the scale goes up. <laughs> like, I want to eat a pound of chocolate, but... <laughs> but uh, oh, man. Yeah. We were but on. those were some cool presents. Yeah, it was. But meanwhile, everybody got them. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I left the champagne on board. So when I got home, I weighed those just those couple of gifts that we got. They weighed 35 pounds. Oh, I wasn't even thinking that. Yes. So, so in the meantime, it was a charter flight. So when we left Auckland, we landed in Hawaii. That was our first port. So you have to get off, claim your luggage, recheck your luggage. <coughs> Excuse me. We did it really quick. We get back to the gate, and who's the other pilot? And he's flipping out that this plane is so overweight. Oh, because you had a lot of people everybody, with that. St- everybody oh, on that whole had an extra which, 35 pounds of... Correct. Besides which, whatever they came with. And yeah. back then, in 99, we didn't have any limitations on how much luggage you could take. 
You didn't have oh. you didn't have to be under fifty pounds. That's right. So he we, was freaking out because the plane was way too heavy. So by the time everything was reweighed, redistributed in this plane, we knew before we left we were we already missed our connection flight and we landed in LA. We were there for two days before we got out. Oh my goodness! All for your free yes. gifts. Uh huh. So that ended up as a trip from hell coming home. Uh. And I got home, and I had already quit my job to do that trip, but my boss was on the phone when I walked in the door, and I need you now. It's like, well, I need a shower. <laughs> and I ran in, got a shower, a cup of coffee, and I went back to a job that I had already quit and helped him finish up what had to be done. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I hit the ground running. Yes, you did. I'm back to, back There's to do whatever I got to do. There, well, and we were we were talking about this before that generally I don't. Um, we so we were talking about you know travel tips and how to avoid like jet lag and things like that. And you do the same thing that that Bob and I do when we travel, which is if the timing works out, we usually plan our flights so that it does, but that we get in sometime in the afternoon, and then we take a little nap. We yep. set a timer, and just lay down for an hour or two. Um, and then get up and, and, you know, have some dinner or whatever. Um, and that's it. Set you're your done. timer. And then you're good. You're you, you pretty much, you then go you to bed that night. You go and to bed then all you're, the time. You get up regular time. Exactly. And, and, and then you're, you're 12 hours off. Right. And day is night and night is day. Yeah. But a lot of people, like you said, you know, don't do that. They will get in that first day. Sometimes that's like part of your free day and they want to go, go, go. And then they go to bed that night. But then they're beyond the point. And they crash. And they crash. And then they're just dead for a couple of days. You know, like yeah. they're, they're the walking dead going through everything. But um, so we kind of um, do that same thing. It's a smart thing to do if you can. If you're going to have a time change, you get to your hotel, lay down for a couple hours, yep. just set your alarm. You will not want to get up when that alarm goes off, but yeah. get up. <laughs> yes, yeah, you, and that's very true. Yeah, that's you won't want to get up after two hours. Right. You will not. You'll want to stay yes. sleeping, but force yourself up. Yep. Go get some food, stay up until, you know, well, 10, you 11, can. midnight, yep. that night, there, wherever you're at. Yep. Go to bed that night and start your day, and you're pretty good. Yeah. Um, and you won't have so much, you know, fatigue the rest of the time. But um, I also make sure I take something to sleep mm -hmm. on the plane. I have a lot of people say, oh, I can't sleep on a plane. I said, well, first of all, you're not driving. Mm -hmm. You're not in control. You might as well go to sleep. Do yeah. your body a favor. Uh-huh. One of our many trips to China, um, we got to the part which this was the long part. So at that time, we just took a, a Tylenol PM. Mm -hmm. And we were on like Korean air. And I'm at Monkey in the middle, and my husband's on the outside, and there's a guy on the other side of me. All of us are sleeping. I got woken up by the stewardess because she had to give me my immigration form. <laughs> like really I don't need this for 12 more hours yeah. you couldn't have just tucked it in the seat pocket I watched her walk around and wake up every female that was sleeping because she reached over my husband to shake me wow now I'm mad now I'm so mad like how dare you do that mm -hmm. so now I can't sleep so I take a second Tylenol PM oh and and then you were in a coma. I couldn't open my <laughs> eyes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> because they felt like sandpaper. My husband had to drag me off the plane. That's always my favorite, too. Like, when you get back and you're trying to go through, like, customs mm -hmm. or something like that, and they're asking you these questions, you're like, 
I don't even know what day it is. I don't like, know who I'm I am. Sure. I'm not alive I don't yet. know where I came from. I don't right. know who I am. I'm not sure what day it is. And uh-huh. you're asking me these questions like very menacingly. Like if I answer wrong, I'm going to be whisked away. It's very, it's very. So do you ever, do you um, often get pulled out for things, the randomization? Or I'm are you pretty, pretty lucky pretty with that? I'm pretty good at that, except I did a trip a year and a half ago to Cuba. Mm-hmm. Even though they were just opening up flights, I was iffy about that. My friends were all going into Mexico, from Mexico to Cuba. I figured, let me do that. At least I'm with them. So on the way home, now at the airport in Cuba, I'm going to fly to Mexico and then Mexico back to Florida. Great. They take my passport away from me. I have no clue what's going on. They make me go back in line and they take my passport and they go into another room. Now I'm freaking out. Oh. Freaking out. Like, I can't even go anywhere now. I don't right. have a passport. I can't go home. I can't go back in. Like, what now? And you're in where now? I'm in Cuba. You're in Cuba. Okay. And my friends got through, and they were like, bye-bye. <gasps> oh, my God. Because they can't stay. Right. So they had to leave. Eventually, they came back and said that whoever keyed in my information when I got there put down that I was from Spain. Oh. Not USA. So they thought I was trying now to sneak into the USA. Oh, yeah. And the USA is that some some countries like over in Europe and things. I mean, you you just kind of like walk right through and like yeah. they're not their their security is not that. So I don't know if this is good or bad, but um, USA really does. Um, yes, they do. Check things out. Yeah. Getting back into your own country, even though you live here. So that was is scary. The, yeah, that was scary. And even though I've been. A world traveler, um, even as a kid, I, anybody that was going somewhere, my grandparents were going somewhere, they would say, you want to go? I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Even if it was just a, to the next state over. Yeah. I traveled with my aunt and my uncles. Anybody that was going somewhere, I went. <clears throat> and all that, that was all great. And then my husband died, and then it was like, I didn't even know how to travel anymore. I, all of a sudden, I was terrified. I was terrified of flying. Um. I'll never forget one of my first trips probably was back to New York and I had to uh, change planes in Atlanta I was so nervous and so spaced out I couldn't even read the signs like nothing was digesting so I just yelled out to the air where is terminal C (laughs) just yelled out (laughs) and someone said down the escalator I said thank you I have no idea who it was (laughs) so that worked that worked. That worked. Just so then shout I, it out to the universe and you'll get I your did. answer. I did the same thing. So now I get to New York and um, I take the train into the city and I met a friend and now I'm on my way back and I realize if I hustle, I can make the train back. Same thing. I don't know where I'm going. So same thing. I'm in New York, Penn Station, running down a flight of stairs and I yell, where's track 15? And someone yells, to the right. Thank you. <laughs> That is too it funny. It worked. It worked. There you go. When it all worked. else fails, just and yell I, it out. And I barely got to to a seat, and the train was already moving. So oh my like, gosh! See, if I had stopped to read the sign, I wouldn't have made it. No, you would have been. So, you would have been figured out where you were going, and it would have been like so bye bye. There I, it goes. I had a lot of crazy, crazy airport things. In fact, where was I? I don't. Where was I going? I don't even remember where I was going. But just recently, maybe I was going to Wisconsin again. Oh, yeah. So you told me about this. The lady. Yeah. There was, there was a poor lady that was yeah, having trouble getting to her gate. Yeah, I don't know. I had to. Uh, I was. No, I was going. I don't even know where. It doesn't matter where I was going. But anyway, I was at an airport. It was in Fort Lauderdale. So I don't know where I was headed. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I 
anyway, I, I don't know why this lady even attracted my attention. And so I watched her struggle in walking, and then she got on the people mover, and I'm regular walking, and she got off the people mover and turned to me like in panic. And I realized she didn't even speak English, but they were announcing someone's name. So I said her name back, and she went, yes, it's her. And I said, pointed in the direction to go, and I realized she's never going to make it. Mm-hmm. So I took off running. Uh-huh. Down one hallway, made a left, stopped and made sure she saw me, and I took off. I ran down the entire terminal. Luckily, her gate was at the end of the terminal facing me, so they could see me, and I'm waving like a lunatic. Wait, thing. wait, yeah. And I finally get there, and they go, are you Anna? And I'm like, no, but I'm making I'm stop. Anna surrogate uh, <laughs> traveler. There, and he's like, and, and you just did that? I said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I had my carry-on that I'm running full steam ahead with. <laughs> I was like, well, I got my exercise in that day. That was a hell of a run. I was running as fast as I could possibly run. Wow. And halfway through, I'm like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. So, and then, <laughs> Did, then I but said, you had layover time. Yeah, but I was, I was ready to stop and walk. And it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah. Not the time. Just keep running. So that's what I did. So she made it. She made it. Yay. Good for you. Yeah. And then I had people coming from other gates come up to me on my way back. Good job. I'm like, <laughs> how do they even know what I just did? <laughs> and then on my way back... Again, I ha- now this time, I'm in a tight crunch. Mm-hmm. So I'm running like a lunatic through the airport. I'm one of those people. I- I've- that's me. I'm always, always running through airports. Mm-hmm. And I had somebody yell out at me, you can make it. You can do it. And I was like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like when you get yeah. in airports and stuff and everybody's traveling, you're all like one one team like, yeah. come on, you can do it. You and know, again, no all- idea who even yelled, but yeah. I just was like, thank you. And you get barely, when you get to a gate and there's nobody there. Oh, like, yeah. Oh. I was the last person on the plane. As I stepped on, they shut the door behind me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then you sit down and you're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had that. Uh, one one time I can remember we were we had a layover and we were with all our kids and they were little, like, little, like, can't run that fast on their own, little and their luggage and backpacks. And I think, I don't even know, we might have had a stroller or something. I, no, no. But anyways, we had a whole bunch of stuff. And um, our first plane was late and then we were trying to make our connection so we get there, we are running. So my husband says, give me all the, give me all the suitcases. So he has all the stuff all over him like a pack mule. And I've got, <laughs> the, I've got the two little kids, one each hand. And then my oldest, you know, running behind him. We're all running as fast as we can while he has all the stuff to get there. Like, wait, wait, wait. I mean, we, we did make it. We didn't miss the flight. But it was he just had, and then he comes showing up with all this stuff. Like, <sighs> you know. Wow. So, yeah, that, that happens, you know, every yeah. day. You'll, you'll get one of those. And years ago, they would wait a few minutes. Mm-hmm. If they knew your plane was late and you were, not, not anymore. No, no, no. They're more oh, interested. No on-time performance and they don't care well and the natives get restless everybody is so impatient anybody that's on that plane is like come on come on come on you know so it's it's the uh vicious cycle of of if you're not the one late today you're in there going what's the hold up you know (laughs) so yeah you definitely have to uh, have some endurance and some patience if you're going to travel a lot um and you have to be prepared for going with the flow yeah because it changes and you yep. you never know 
Um, did you ever have any really scary flights? We had we had one <laughs> scary flight. The only thing that was scary, and had I known it wouldn't have been so scary, um, it was into Hong Kong, and I didn't know that that's the scariest airport in the world to land in. So we're coming down, and all of a sudden, the plane is flipping from side to side, the wings, you know, mm-hmm. and you're looking down at the ground and then up at the sky, and I'm looking into people's apartments. I could see them. That's oh how close Oh, my gosh, we that's how close. And you pretty much flew between two apartment buildings. Holy smoly. And then when you come out, there was a river, and there was wind, and that almost flipped the plane all the way around. <gasps> That was really scary. But they have since closed that airport down. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That sounds terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it wouldn't have been so bad had I known Mm -hmm. that it was going to be bad. Mm, But I thought, this is it. We're going to die. It's over. Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. And these people do this every day. I mean, that pilot does that every day. Like, yeah, we're just going to fly between the two. And the wind. Oh, my gosh. Imagine being the people in those apartments. I could never live there. I know. You'd be freaking out every day waiting for a plane to come through your kitchen. Yep. Oh, my gosh. So I said they have since closed that airport down. But. We only had one bad, one kind of scary thing. We had. Um, we were going to Rome a couple years ago, and we left out of Atlanta, and we were fl- We were about two hours or more into the flight. Far enough, we're, we're over the ocean now. Right, right. And um, the pilot comes on and says, you know, there's been a strange smell detected up in the front. They've got people checking on it, you know, um, you know, don't be alarmed, but stay tuned or kind of thing, whatever their their way of saying it is. So then he comes back on and he says, um, we uh, are going to need to turn the plane around and go back. There is an issue with um the plane i've you know we're safe enough to go back but i don't feel safe enough continuing on mm. um you know well, on to the choices yeah well, we're, we're in the ocean dude so um yeah. so uh we we were just outside of new york actually and we couldn't figure out why we wouldn't land in new york we went all the way back to atlanta wow. to get a new plane there and um we found out later that there was an electrical uh smoldering uh fire in by where the luggage was down below um because we finally did so this was one of those ones where we're already um so by the time we you know we fly two hours we fly two hours back we everybody gets off the plane another hour to get on the plane then we go again so we're back in the same spot we've been flying quote for eight hours and have gone nowhere (laughs) so um that was a long day by the time we got to rome um, but when we got to Rome, then we were in, I was so tired to the point of like almost tears and, and our hotel wasn't what we thought it was going to be. That was one of those. Oh. I wound up getting the flu on that trip. That was just oh. one of those bad ones. But anyways, um, we had left to, we put our stuff in the room. We went to go get something to eat and we came back and I'm, I, I was so paranoid. I was like, I, something's burning. Like I smell, I had that smell like if you leave a curling iron on or something. I'm like, I smell something, I smell something and I'm freaking out and I know I can smell something. Our, um, then my daughter just comes in the room and she says, oh, our luggage smells like burnt wires. Did you notice that? And so that's how, wow. that's how like significant it was that our luggage smelled like the burnt wires from on the plane. Wow. So again, you don't realize like how bad it is. Wow. And, but I was like, oh, yeah, that was not something that I wanted to hear okay. on the plane. Well, but no, no, not at all. However, 
um, in, in light of that, how I packed my clothes would have made a difference. I packed all my clothes in plastic bags. Yeah. Well, I have um, those cubes now. So. Okay. But, yeah. but the plastic bags, mm -hmm. okay, I get, believe it or not, they're uh, hefty. Mm-hmm. I think two and a half gallons. They're really big. They're jumbo bags. Oh, okay, yeah, they, I've seen they those take ones. My mm -hmm. t-shirts and my tops, and I fold them up, and depending on how thick they are, and in the bag they go and zip them up. Underwear and that I do all the air, and so all my stuff is in plastic bags. So it's very easy. Okay, this is short sleeves. This is long sleeves. This is this. This is that. And I've been doing that for a really long time. And occasionally, your luggage could get stuck out on the tarmac in a rainstorm. Oh, yeah. So, meanwhile, your luggage could be soaking wet, but your clothes are perfectly dry inside. That's a good tip. Yeah, I so use a lot of bags tip. for That's other... my favorite mm -hmm. tip. I know a lot of people like the cubes, yeah. but the cubes will get wet. The yeah. Your clothes would have absorbed that burnt smell. Yeah, they still... Yeah, mine Yeah, mine are partially plastic, but yeah, they're partially canvas, yeah. so I guess that would... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good tip. I always put my um, extra things in... Um, the, you know, the Ziploc bags. Right. You can never have enough of those, yeah. too, when you're traveling. Like said, these are very big, and they mm -hmm. fit a lot of stuff in it. And, like, for my husband, they make um, space bags, makes a garment bag. Mm -hmm. So all his suits would go in it, his shirts, and I would save the dry-cleaning hangers, little skinny hangers. Yeah. And put all his shirts in it and zip it up. Squeeze the air out. And I put a lot of um, dry-cleaning plastic bags between every shirt, mm -hmm. all the shirts, mm -hmm. and that... Excuse me, the plastic bags put a little cushion so the clothes don't get matted. Yes. Uh-huh. We would get to our destination, unzip this thing, pull out his clothes, hang them up in the closet. And they're perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Same thing I would used to do when I was taking gowns on my trips. Mm -hmm. Same thing. I would put them in a giant um, garment bag that zipped up and put all my clothes in there in between plastic bags. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, keeps late. everything yeah. yeah keeps everything safe yeah i also like to i mean we don't usually um wear anything too fancy when we're yeah when we're traveling I, right. um but what else, what is also cool about whether you use plastic bags or like those um packing cubes that they have mm -hmm. now is keeping all your dirty stuff you know okay. separate yeah and you've kind of got it all together um and then you can just put a lot of your souvenirs and things too that Yep. could be breakable in between all that it just keeps everything nice and yeah. nice and neat in there um so let's see that we we went over a couple um travel tips already you were telling me about a travel app that we started to talk about and then we got kind of sidetracked um with the um getting in for customs and and checking in you said you have something yes yeah, so if you, when you're coming back to the country it's called mobile passport mobile passport and it's a free app. Yes, you do it ahead of time. Okay. There it is, mobile passport. And at home, you will. You, it says breathe through customs. Okay. And you put most, all your information in you there. You do. You actually take another photograph of yourself. You put all your passport information in there, and then when you land, you tap this and say if you're coming in by uh, sea, which is a cruise ship, or mm -hmm. by land. And you give them the information, and you just bing, 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 boom, and you get a barcode. You mean when you land on the plane? Yes. When you land, I, and uh, you're heading towards customs. Right. You I pull do this, this up. On the plane, I do uh, this. Okay. And uh, <laughs> depending on your flight, because it's good like four hours, usually my flights are longer. Mm -hmm. So I do it as soon as we're touching down, the, pl the, the phone is on, I'm going through there. Yeah. It's very quick, because mm -hmm. you set up all your information ahead of time. Mm-hmm. 
And then you get a barcode. And then when you get off, you follow the signs. It has a little man with the uniform on with a little, like his hand is pointing out. Oh, okay. And so he kind of almost looks looks like a graphic of like a police officer almost, yes. like with a stripe with, across with the chest about. and I a mean, little hat. Yeah. And you follow that symbol and uh-huh. you go right through because now you just hand them your phone with your barcode. And it's because already. You, right. Because you've already been screened. Right. Okay. You've been approved. I'm also T. I also went for TSA approval. Okay. And almost all the time, I had get TSA pre-check. And now I'm flying tomorrow, and I didn't get it, so I have to call Delta. Hey, what happened here? My girlfriend mm-hmm. did a global entry, mm-hmm. which if you're traveling overseas, but it costs more. It takes longer to get the pass. The uh, TSA number was didn't take all that long. Mm-hmm. And they fingerprint you. Again, I, to me, it's worth it. Yeah, so the mobile passport is free. Free. Um, so maybe if you're not a super frequent traveler, that right. might you know be right. good for you well, for that. Well, this is coming back into the country. Yeah, now. if you're my, going in. My one trip, I was coming back um, with a friend uh, from Africa, and she's not a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. So I didn't bother to use it because we, I stayed. You would have got separated, yeah. But mm-hmm. now my last trip from Peru, our flight was delayed. I got rebooked right away, so I was okay. But the rest of the people that were traveling back up to Ohio and Pennsylvania, they all missed their flights because they didn't have this app. So they had to wait on the long line, mm-hmm. and they didn't make it through customs and immigration, and they missed their flights, and some of them didn't get home for two more days. Oh, my. Meanwhile, if they had this. They and, likely could have made and it. And you lock yeah. it. You, you pick your own pin. Mm-hmm. It's a four-digit pin, and you lock it. And I always make sure that I relock it. So, uh-huh. so no one else can get my information. Oh, got it. Okay. Right. So, now yeah, one so you time, have to sign in to the app once right. you open it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it has all my passport information. Yeah. Now, one time I was in a little itty-bitty town in Paris, and it was time to check in for my flight. Mm-hmm. So I could do it right there on my phone, on mm-hmm. the app from the airline. Uh, to get my, They needed my passport information. I just went to this app, unlocked it. I have my passport number. The dates it was issued, expired, everything I needed was right there. Mm-hmm. Unlocked it, sent it back, and blah. And that's not a bad idea. I was on a, um, a travel um, website the other day and a message board, and people were going, somebody asked a question about do you, when you travel, do you keep your passport with you all the time? And there was a big debate going back and forth on the thread where people said, yes, I always keep my passport with me. Somebody else said, no, I keep a copy with me and I keep it in my in the safe at the hotel and then the other person said well i had everything stolen from a hotel i always keep it with me somebody else said i put it in my luggage at the hotel and i have my own lock on there and so um you know it was kind of like there was no clear answer what was like the best idea um what do you think about that personally i think the best idea is whatever makes you comfortable Uh i always travel with a copy Mm-hmm. I also take a picture of it. I also have a picture on my phone mm-hmm. of my passport. Yeah. Plus all my family and friends. <laughs> yeah. I do. Because mm-hmm. if they ever lose it, at least I have the information. Oh, you have their information. I do. Oh. <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. I don't trust anything. I try to, like, cover all my bases. You know? Uh-huh. Um, I usually end up not taking anything with me because, again, I always have my phone and it's on my phone. Mm-hmm. When I'm touring, I hate to have to worry that somebody's going to steal my, my purse or something. Mm-hmm. You know, my phone's usually in my hand. 
Mm-hmm. And again, it's locked. Mm-hmm. My phone is locked, and that information is locked. So I feel confident with that. And I usually don't take my passport. Mm-hmm. I usually either put it in the safe or hide it in my room. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Perhaps I am too trusting, but but I also, like I said, don't like, want to carry anything more off that I have to worry about. Because a lot of places you travel, there there are always pickpockets. You have yeah. to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one of the main pickpocket things is they'll say, oh, you, somebody, a, a bird pooped on your back and let me help you. It's like, don't touch me. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. touch me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care about that. I'll leave yeah. I don't care. Don't I like bird me. poop. <laughs> yes, Get away from me. me. <laughs> don't touch me. And you go, like, say, to Spain, there's a lot of gypsies. Italy, same thing. Mm-hmm. And the, you don't make eye contact. You walk yeah. away. It's hard to do, but... One of our, this was so funny, years ago, we really didn't have money to travel with, but we went on a cruise. We took our family, we went on our cruise, and we went to like, you know, out of Miami, some little three-day thing to like Cozumel. It wasn't anything, big deal. But then, you know, sometimes like they give you that little briefing in the morning um, that you can go to if you're a newbie um, about, you know, what to see in town or whatever. And, And so they were saying about, you know, not making eye contact and that kind of thing. So... It was so funny. I, I went down and listened to the thing because my husband doesn't like to get up early. He stayed with the kids. I'm like, I'll go listen to the thing. So then I came back up. I told him everything that I learned. And then um, so I was ready with my no thank you face with all the like hawkers and everything. Yeah. And, you know, not interested. Get away from me. Yeah, this whole thing. He decides at the last minute, this was so funny, he decides at the last minute he's going to go to the gift shop and he buys a sleeveless shirt, a muscle shirt, and he's got really big arms. Like I said, he's got like a muscular build. And so he wears this sleeveless shirt and he just pumps himself up like <laughs> like some scary person and we walk through Mexico like no thank you and then sure enough we're down there and we're watching one of these um side people do those spray paint art I don't know if you've ever seen yes. that um and he's off at that time he smoked well there were so many fumes right there he went off you know uh away to to smoke and he literally gets, after all that intimidation, he literally gets pulled inside a shop by some shady guy that opens a door and offers oh him cocaine God. and, oh and all God. these things. He's like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> he comes back. We're jamming out, getting high over the <laughs> paint fumes and this techno music going on. Me and the kids watching this guy do this art. He comes back. He's like, well, I just got offered cocaine, so I think we should go. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so you always have a yeah. real interesting uh, adventures whenever you go. So, well, we have talked almost a whole hour, and wow. we, like, barely scratched the surface of any of your um, trips, Joy. So maybe have to do this another time and talk about more specific places. Okay. If um, Joy's been almost everywhere, I think. Is there somewhere that you haven't been that's on your list now? Um, well, one of my trips that's coming up next year I'm very excited for, mm-hmm. and that's Abu Dhabi, Dubai, and India. Okay. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Um, so that's a pretty big thing crossing off my bucket list. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to the Philippines. Uh, I also am a diver. I love to scuba Oh, dive. scuba diving? Yeah. 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 So there's always cool so, opportunities uh, for that. I think I'm getting there. I think I always said um, when I get older... Not that I'm a spring chicken, but when I get older is when I'll tour the United States. Yeah, you know, that's kind of our philosophy, too. We sort of, like, uh, go go far in the things that are taxing on your body when you're young and uh, can handle handle a lot of that. And then, um, 
as you get older and you're a little closer to home, yeah. you do more of more of that. There's always so many cool places to right. see and things and different cultures. And um, is there any place that you've gone that um, sort of like changed you or um, any kind of profound thing? I'd have to say one of my first trips to Northern Africa was a little eye-opening. It was like they were so poor. Mm -hmm. I never saw so many plastic bags on the side of the road. I never saw so many pe I never had seen anybody with leprosy. It was a little mm -hmm. shocking to see mm -hmm. how people could live and then realize like, wow. Wow, I am just so lucky and so blessed. Yeah. So that was one. The The other was when we went to Tahiti, which was fabulous, mm -hmm. to see the simple life that they lived. Mm -hmm. um, most islands had no electricity. The people live off the land. They see a banana stalk, they whack it down, they eat bananas. They fish, they have chickens, they had pigs, and made me come home and go, wow. We're Americans. We have way too much stuff. Yeah, too we much have stuff. way too much garbage. We think nothing of buying something if we don't like it, you throw it out. Or, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, we live take all that for granted. We live in a disposable world. We don't uh -huh. care. Yeah. So that kind of really was an eye opener. Mm -hmm. So I keep trying to get to the point of being more of a minimalist. Uh, I kind of did yeah. that somewhat, and mm -hmm. now I think I'm going to, then you tend to go back the other way. and mm -hmm. So I think that made me rethink what, I, what my lifestyle is, and that I have too much and learn to be happier with less. Yeah, because um, I, I, I tend to agree with that, too, when you see... Um go to different places and you and you see people kind of like living living off the land and, right. li and living kind of a simpler <clears throat> but like i said i saw it in two different ways one mm -hmm. one like in, in northern africa these were not happy people yeah extreme. not happy they were like very stressed in their lifestyle and like in tahiti who very expensive for us americans to go there mm -hmm. but these people they don't even work they don't have to they live this was their grandparents and their great-grandparents land and they just live there and they live this wonderful, simple, happy life. Wow. And I was like, hmm, we need to rethink. Mm-hmm, that can definitely be um, content with less and just, yes. the, you know, the, the simple joys, joys of life. Hmm, all good stuff. Good stuff, <laughs> Joy. We could talk for days uh, and yeah, days and know, days. I know. <laughs> well, thank you so much for okay. taking time today. I know that you are um, off again tomorrow. You've got probably plenty to do. And I've been away for weeks. I just finished unpacking from that trip yesterday. And as I was unpacking, I was repacking. So. <laughs> you should just have like a set already. Like get yourself two Except sets of clothes. Except keep going to different places. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> you know, I was just in Wisconsin. And to me, that was way too cold. Yeah. It was already 30s in snowing. Yeah. What what's like your best like um, garment like what do you always have to have when you um, travel or like do you have always have like a pa favorite pair of shoes or something that you always are like I gotta I I have this on every trip probably a couple of my my little they're dressy but they're flat shoes and they're nice soft soft leather they go everywhere with me mm -hmm. 
but uh, I go in such varied climates. Yeah, you just have to kind of, <clears throat> depends on where you're going. And I don't know why, but this year, I, I'm a Florida girl, even though I was raised in New York, Florida is where I love. Where did I go this year? I went to South America and Antarctica. I had so many clothes, I, I could have screamed. <laughs> then I went to Peru. You think, oh, that, that's, that's nice. You went in the summer. 30s. It was free. Oh, the altitude. the altitude. Yeah, you wouldn't think. Because I was like, Freezing. isn't Peru very but, hot but and dry? What was, what was odd, it would get to 50 degrees. The sun would be out, and it was hot. Oh, weird. It was weird. Huh. Because we were so high. Yeah. So that huh. was weird. And then I went to Wisconsin in the summer. That was not bad. And then I went back again in September to October. And then it, that was like, all right, I'm out of here. It's yeah. too cold. I know. I'm trying to think. We were talking about uh, yesterday. I posted a funny thing on Facebook uh, about saying, like, because we got that little cool snap yes. in the morning. Yes. And everybody in Florida always wants to wear their boots and sweaters. We never get to. But you put it on in the morning. And then by noon, you're, like, right. hating yourself because yes. you're, like, I'm dying. But um, I don't have, like, a lot of warm things. And we're going to Switzerland in a couple weeks. And I'm thinking, I'm going to have to, like, layer upon okay. layer. How cold? It's going to be cold, chilly. Uh, not too no, bad. Not too I bad. think it's going to be like um, low, between like 30 and 50, I think, but range. The, you know what's really awesome? It's called the Packable Down. Mm-hmm. Amazing. You packable the, Down. A Packable Down Is jacket. Is it a jacket? Oh, yes, okay. I mm-hmm. have a long one mm-hmm. that goes to my mid-calf uh-huh. with a hood. Mm-hmm. This whole thing packs down to, I don't know. Size of half a loaf of bread? Yeah. That's about... It just, you roll it up and you shove it inside this bag. Packable down. Yes. And okay. then I have a short little jacket. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Are there those like... Po- it's got like Looks the little, little poofy. poofy. Yes, oh, lines. I see people wear those all yes. the time. I'm like, where do you get this coat? I got yeah. mine on Amazon. Uh, I got it in the summer, so I had it way ahead of time. I mean, it was a whole whopping down. like $50. Oh. And what a stylish coat. Huh. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. We bought, when we went to Poland, everything was so cheap in the summer, and they were having this sale at this sports store, and when I got this nice jacket, it wasn't one of those, but it was a nice one. It wound up being like $35 or something for this um, really nice um, coat that um, I hope will work for us yeah. in, <laughs> in Norway. I'm going to layer up with a hoodie yeah. maybe under it or whatever, but we should be all right. The only time uh, if we go up on the one mountain, I think it's supposed to get pretty cool. Yeah. And we're thinking about maybe some night sledding. So we'll Ooh, see. Cool. I'm not going to freeze to death. So I can't find my gloves, though. I can't find them. They're in storage somewhere, and I can't find them. And you can't buy gloves in Florida. So I don't know. I might have to wait till I get there. I found some little mittens, but anyways. So all righty. Well, okay. we will let you get back. Okay. Miss Joy, thanks for taking the so time. Yeah, on the road again. Yes. Okay, thank yes. you so much. All right. Okay, guys, thanks for listening again. And we hope that you will um, find some good tips on here and uh, schedule some travel f- for your own life. So have a great day. Bye-bye.